The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Our next topic is relationships and love. The thing that I think everybody talks likes to talk about the most here. They I don't do. know why. Look, so boring. Oh my God. Oh my God. Can we move <laughs> on? <laughs> Number one, break up. Yeah, 100% break up. If I could tell you. You're in a marriage of 30 years. Break up. You, break the fuck up? You just got married yesterday. Guess what? Break are you up. scared? What are you scared or something? It's time to live your life. Stop having constraints. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to the Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, everybody. It's Crypto King. Hi. The Crypto King is in the house. Himself. It's very rare, parents. I'm very excited to be here. Am I the Crypto Queen? No. You don't know anything about crypto. In no, fact, but I married the Crypto King. I yeah. get it by, like, I had to change my last name and stuff. Yeah, but you're not the Crypto Queen. It doesn't make any sense. Who's the crypto queen? I haven't met her yet, but I want to do. I will let you know. So you guys live in the same castle? I don't know her. I'll fucking find her and, and what hunt. What are you doing? Let I, me know when you do. We'll become Thank besties you. and then I will ruin her mental game in the long run. Nice. And that will be my sweet, sweet revenge. Very good. Actually, why would I ruin her? That's so mean. I would ruin you. Oh, wait, why? No, no, no. Yeah, this yeah. isn't the plan. I'm going to ruin you. Girls don't ever figure that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls aren't supposed to figure Fuck. that out. Fuck. I fell into the trap. 
You b- boys, you guys, you boys, your all your crypto your kings. Okay, uh, toxic friends is this the? I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's fine. No, that would be um, no. Trojan I, horse friends is the topic. Yes, I was realizing that it's April now, and that we've we started our podcast in April of 2018, and yeah. when four we started ago. our podcast four years ago. Yes, good math. Um, when we started our podcast, the topic of well, the whole theme of shit they don't tell you is like all the shit that we wish that they would have told us in all these different categories. And I feel like in the beginning, we really stuck to like those topics. And even we had guests on those topics and like those strictly those topics. Right. And but a lot of people maybe didn't hear those old episodes. <laughs> If you've tuned in in the last, I don't know, two years, mm-hmm. maybe you don't go back and watch all the old episodes, which you should. Or maybe if Jensen you, if got you in to. recently. If he what? Maybe Jensen got you in pretty recently, so oh, you yeah. definitely didn't hear those. Yeah, you definitely. And like even people that I that I've talked to that are like, I love your podcast. Um, they're like, I haven't listened to the old ones yet. They always say that. Yeah, I haven't listened to the old ones yet. And to be honest, I don't know if I want you to go back and listen to the old ones. I don't know if they're good. I don't know. We- I don't know. We're not the people who sit here and go, it's all amazing. It's all so good. Go back it's, and listen to all of it's it. It's fucking mint, mate. I'm sure you could find gems in there for sure. I'm sure the basics of it is good. But um, I just wanted to do like a refresher of maybe if you, you're you new, like this is kind of the combination of all of those topics, like our best of mm. of those topics, like the advice that we would give, like our number one's That's advice. That There's we'd a lot give. of new people. So yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm just going to, name the category and you tell me like off the top of your head what is the best like shit they didn't tell you about that category right. that you wish you would have been told right. we'll start with money finance and investing since we have the crypto king in the house number one buy bitcoin 2011 what did it say well i mean like what can they do now like i got, some, no- I got nothing good for you. general money advice yeah no look yeah look by I, the way this is not like professional advice no but general as far as ge- ge- like what i do um, yeah, not financial advice. But what I do is I find, um, well, talking about crypto here, mm-hmm. cause that's like my wheelhouse. I find projects that people haven't heard of yet that haven't really moved up that much compared to the market mm-hmm. that I feel are on sale, like ridiculously on sale to the tune that I can't believe that people aren't seeing it yet. And then I scoop the shit out of them. And like, so, you know, if you put $5,000 into Luna, which is my baby move, like last, all last year. And I, I started Crypto Corner, like, I don't know, like April mm-hmm. of last year, or I think it was March last year. Um, You know, Luna was like bouncing between eight bucks and like 10 bucks and like 15 bucks around that. But yeah, we, we experienced like a crash in May to like five bucks again, which is where I first was buying Luna. And if you put like five thousand dollars in back then, which many crypto corner people did, that's a hundred and fucking five or hundred and ten thousand dollars today. So it just goes to show, like the the amount of money that you can make in crypto is wild. But you have to pick the products that are on sale that are going to move um, against the market because you have some kind of edge that people aren't seeing. So to generalize that a little bit more and expand yeah. it out, like it's like just because it's so niche and yeah, money yeah. finance investing. In any investment, you want to you're making the money off the buy, like when you buy it, yes, of exactly. getting the right price. The, of, the, the sale so if you're price. in real estate, yes. 
like if you bought in 2006 sucks for you because 2008 crash happened and that's that sucks like you lost a lot of equity like maybe you even had to sell because you went upside down you buy in 2008 you buy those lows oh you're scooping oh my god and all the people who brag about their real estate moves they all were, are like, I bought in 2009, I bought in 2008. When yeah. nobody wanted to, right? Yeah. When everyone well, was scared. When they couldn't. Yeah, yeah, that too. They couldn't. But they're scared. There, there were a lot of houses fear that- There's fear all over the market. There's foreclosures everywhere. But there's fear, fear all over the market, like Warren Buffett talks about, mm-hmm. right? Like buy when the, there's there's red in the streets. Right. And that's like the whole thing. And I, you know, instead of people looking at that and going, oh shit, it's fucking over, which a yeah. lot of people unfortunately do- you see opportunity. Yes. And so the people who see opportunity are the people who's, who get the first win. They get to cross the finish line first. Doesn't mean everyone else doesn't get to win. It's just that they get, they're the first to cross the line because they took the risk. Yeah. And to put yourself in that position, doing all the research to know what is a good price, you know? Like if you don't know what is a good price, then, it, then you're always going to be controlled by the emotions of the market. Exactly. Because if you don't know, then you're just going off of what other people are saying. And this is like kind of the worst thing you could do. It's a disaster. So do your own research on all of your investments. Mine are um, pretty like just more generalized just because the topics I feel like what did people not tell me? Well, I wasn't really even specifically thinking about any particular investments like when I was going through school or whatever. Like I just didn't even know about it in general, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say start building or accumulating assets as early as possible. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care how old you are, where you live. Just shut up and start building assets. Once you realize that our entire economy is rigged in favor of the people that have assets, then you will understand that just like working a job and saving will never get you out of what you'll just be working for the rest of your life. That's right. Because saving, as we've mentioned many times, like inflation, it just completely destroys it. You'll never make more interest in savings than the inflation. During take COVID, away. they printed a lot of money, and people who are asset wealthy became even wealthier. And that's yeah. And trust me, nobody who was printing the money cared because they all hold the assets. So mm-hmm. go figure. A good book to read is Rich Dad Poor Dad. I've talked about that a lot. Cashflow Quadrant. Start there. Um, I think that's a good place to start. Another thing I would say uh, that I wish that people that would have been told to me younger um or at least they maybe mention it in school is building multiple streams of income it's always like when you get a job or after your college and you get your job but a job a job they don't talk about building multiple streams of income which i think is super important if you're trying to build wealth you know because you could like in this economy like it's really hard to if you're starting out to just like get your basic needs met in life with your one job so you need like multiple multiple streams of income. And it's not really as, it, it. I'm not saying like you have to get three jobs. Like a lot of people equate like, well, the only streams of income are the amount of jobs you have. I'm talking about finding ways to leverage your money to make it make money for you and having that be a stream of income. Like just there's different businesses, different investments, different moves you can make where you're Time doesn't directly equate to the amount of money going in your pocket. You're spending the same amount of time, and while you're at work, you're also making money somewhere else. Um, Also, I would say that wealthy to me, like I I don't think that they really said this too much. 
I mean, I feel like when you think of rich people, you're like, a lawyer's rich, you know, or doctor's rich. But I don't really think now knowing lawyers and doctors that that's rich. They they make a lot of money, but they have no time. They work so hard. And to me, like being rich, quote unquote, or wealthy equals time freedom. Mm -hmm. Like you choose to work because you want to work or you choose like to go be on the beach somewhere. Like that's real wealth to me. Um, And I think a lot of people get, especially like the old way of thinking, like very traditional um, minded is like, you gotta get a really, really high paying job, a really good job. You gotta go to Harvard and get a freaking law degree or whatever, even if you don't like that, like it's gonna pay the bills. And it's like, well, yeah, you'll make a lot of money, but will will it make you happy? Will that buy you freedom? Mm -hmm. I don't think it will. Because when you stop working, your money stops coming. Yeah. And if, and you know, hopefully what you're at least wealthy to me is, you know, maybe my job is what I love yeah, to do. Yeah. Be, that I would like That's that. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you're working because you want to work yeah. and you're getting money on top of that. But really like you have the freedom to decide that. Exactly. Yeah. It's a luxury. So, businesses, stocks, crypto, collectibles, and real estate. Love it. Look into one of those that lights your fire. Hey, look, and just last quick pitch on crypto. I know there's many people who don't enjoy it, but the la- uh, the 19 millionth Bitcoin was just mined like four days ago. So that means there's 2 million more Bitcoin that will ever be mined. And the last one gets mined 100 years from now. So if you guys don't realize, and I know I've been ringing this bell for years, so a lot of people have listened to me. A lot of people haven't. But the point is there's 2 million left. The run towards the dinner bell is happening right fucking now so securing having something in that market is not a bad call in my opinion i think i think it'll probably do better than almost anything you could ever put money in but that's my personal opinion Mm -hmm. so because of the scarcity and because of what bitcoin can do and money into a wife don't do that i think that it's a depreciating asset I think, asset, on wives. I think that asset. There's so many wives being minted every day, and people don't know that. And there's no choke on supply. There's actually just even more wives. And so you don't. People don't realize that though. They don't look at the tokenomics of wives. And that's why they get fucking wrecked. Like Cardano. I think wives is a good investment. See, Nikki thinks Cardano is a good idea too. I don't know. What and that guess is. what? You bought Cardano versus you buy Terra Luna. Yeah. Guess what? Versus you buy a wife. It's not working out so good in the last know, year. Anyway. I don't know what any of those words are. But you can find out what they mean on our Patreon, patreon.com slash sticky. If you want to learn more about crypto, you can go check out Crypto Corner once a week. Steve answers all your questions on crypto. This has been sponsored by Crypto, crypto Corner. Corner. Thank you, Nikki. I had to say that. She did. She read the copy. Okay. Cool. So the, I think that's like, <clears throat> if I had to sum up an episode of many, like that's that's what I would say, but we have some one-on-one money stuff, money episodes that actually I think are pretty good, like the the investing one-on-one, yeah, the crypto one-on-one, the um, couple other ones like uh, getting out of debt ones, like uh, Dave Ramsey. If yep. I would say use Dave Ramsey method to get out of debt if you're in debt right now. If you're like in extreme debt, yeah, and yeah. then. What he does is like you're saving, you're taking a chunk of your income, you're putting it towards debt. And then once you're out of debt, then you're taking that same chunk and you continuously set it aside for your uh, emergency fund. And then after that's complete, then into all the investments. And yeah, he hates crypto. I understand your criticism. Warren Buffett hates crypto. Exactly. It's not, look, 
Not everyone understands everything, okay? But he understands debt, and he understands getting the fuck out of debt. Mm -hmm. He's helped so many people get out of debt. I respect him so much for that. Um, I respect him even though he doesn't like crypto. It's all good. Yeah, Warren Buffett says, understand says it. like, he, he's like, I don't understand it, but if you understand it, go nuts. Exactly. That's It harkens back to just doing your own research. Exactly. And uh, having your own preferences and your own like rate risk ratio. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. Category number two, health. Best health advice. Best health you, advice? Things that like, shit that you wish that they would have told you about health. Oh, man. Move around more? Yeah, true. Because even just like, you know, okay, so like compared to like what what I used to do compared to what I do now, you have to like, before when you go to a job and stuff, there's so much moving you have to do just to get there and just to get home. You're like walking to a car. Yeah, but then when you're like an employed rider and then you're like, like wherever you end up, like if you're stationary at all, like at home yeah. for COVID or anything, you're not moving around. You got to actively move around. You have to like go, I need to put aside time to move the fuck around. Yeah. So yeah, that for sure. I think I wish that they would have told me the why for things. I think I'm mm. I'm a person that really needs to understand the why in order to do it. Because all I got told was like, health is really important, exercise is really important, drinking lots of water is really important, sleep's important, but like, no why. So it's like, okay, so I have to do these things, but I don't really know why. Like, I, I know that it's like healthy or whatever, but I, like, I feel like you take it for granted more when you're young because you're like, okay, like, yeah, it doesn't fine. really make a difference to my day. I wake uh, up, I feel great. Yeah, I wake up, I... I move or don't move who who the fuck cares and I'm the same person yeah. um, but as you get older you're like ah shit this is why you were supposed to do that yeah. and they don't tell you the why I wish if they told me the why from the beginning I, I'm really good about taking care of my future self so what's the like why, for, what, why did you mind. find okay so for the moving part did you know that blood circulation is really important to mental clarity so it's really hard to make good decisions if you don't have your blood pumping through your brain. I believe and, that. And to walk around is getting your blood moving, moving in general, exercising, getting your heart rate up every day. Uh, not only does it burn the calories so that you're in balance with the food that you're eating and you're processing all of that, but it also, uh, it also will exercise, creates endorphins, so it's really good for your mental health. It uh, reduces stress, which stress inhibits a lot of, of your dietary processes and and it creates disease. Stress is like, it's just crazy how much stress affects your body and creates disease, which is another thing I wish they would have told me. But moving and exercising, like it reduces it greatly or if not eliminates it completely. And then it's also important for your brain. Like it also like, Blood flow like really makes a difference to how well you make decisions yeah. and decisions are everything in, in life. Um, like making sure that you're making sound decisions. You're constantly making decisions, whether it's like what you're going to eat today. Am I going to have something healthier? Am I going to eat Doritos? Uh, am I going to get five hours of sleep or am I going to get the full eight? You know, you're yeah. making conscious deci decisions. And in line with that gut health, I wish was emphasize that's more. a new one though that's like past five years i would say yeah but yeah. it's so incredibly it's important they great. call it your gut your second brain and it makes so much sense because you know when people say go with your gut your gut really influences your intuition how well you can read mm -hmm. a situation intuitively so not just logically but like intuitively the more your gut is running healthy the better your intuition is like the quicker it is yeah. and the like when someone's 
like lying to you, you're actually able to pick up subconscious clues way easier when your gut health is is in good shape. And a lot of that has to do with good sleep and um, making sure your stress is down. And, and so all of these things interconnect with each other, like the things that you're supposed, they tell you to do. They did tell you like you're supposed to exercise and sleep enough hours and drink enough water, but they don't tell you why. And so I'm not really motivated to do the thing unless you tell me why. Yeah. Or like what are the consequences if I don't do the thing? But you're more of a computer than most people. Maybe. I think some people just hear that they should do it and they do it. Really? I'm not, I'm not saying everyone, but I know that there are a lot of people who just, I mean, for example, being susceptible to advertising, like it's it's a real thing. Like where a lot of people can just hear something enough and they all just start to repeat it and they don't know the why behind it. They just repeat it. Yeah, but I think that I did that, but it's also easy to fall out of if you aren't like, if you don't have a strong reason why you're doing something yeah. in all facets of life, maybe that's, sh that's also a whole ass topic of like having a why, you know, For sure. like if you're building a business, you should start with knowing why you're building that business and not just like, Oh, I'm gonna make tons of money, yes, you know, like, yes. but like, why, like, what do you need the money for? Like, what's, what, what are you going to do in your life with it? Like, right. what is this business doing? So knowing the why behind everything really helps to for the days that you don't feel like doing it. I think so. To know like why. Um, I, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So with gut health. So I had SIBO. I did a whole video on it on my channel, on this channel if you're watching on YouTube. But if you're listening, it's youtube.com slash Nikki. And I did a whole video on SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth which is actually kind of a common thing, like more common than people know about. Like people could have it and not even know about more it. More common than doctors know about because Nikki went to many and they yeah. all said, that's crazy, you don't have SIBO, you, you can't self-diagnose. Self yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like I did. Remember that? Yeah. They were shaming you for even like thinking that you had you have that. to go to a gastroenterologist uh, to mm -hmm. really like have someone that understands it or like a gut health nutritionist that specializes in that. But um, but yeah, like basically it happened, and this happens to a lot of people, if not SIBO, a, a numerous other gut health issues that go unchecked because people go, oh, it's just age, like that's why yes. that's happening. Yes. Oh, you're just eating too much. Oh, you're not drinking enough, blah, 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 blah. And they think everyone's Lord an deficit. expert. But it actually, like a lot of people have gut health issues and don't know about it. And it happens because like, let's say you get sick, like uh, I get tonsillitis like every two years. I get a UTI like once a year. And the way to get rid of that is by antibiotics. And it's great. I love modern medicine. I'm glad that antibiotics are available. It helps me get rid of it. Things that normally before then could have killed you, mm -hmm. like could have been a way worse thing, but antibiotics just gets rid of it. Great. Love it. They don't tell you that antibiotics clears out all of your uh, bad bacteria, but also your good bacteria. Mm. And those have to be in balance for your gut health to work. And so sometimes since it wipes out the whole population, the bad bacteria start to take over and eat all the good bacteria because there's an imbalance in there. Right. That's why they say your gut's imbalanced. And it's really hard for that good bacteria to grow back now because every time it starts to grow back, all this bad bacteria feeds on it and like destroys it. And so you just it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and it leads to all these other, if you don't take care of that right away, it leads to all these other uh, way worse, more permanent diseases that are way more severe that are going to cost you a lot more money in the hospital. And maybe that's their plan all along and that's why they don't tell you about it. I don't uh, know. I don't really trust nice. Big Pharma. But um, <laughs> I, I mean, thankful for the medicine they created, but like I do think it's a business and that they could create a lot, lots of money from it. So um, they don't tell you or some good doctors do, but they won't tell you why. And, and they you should be eating pro 
eating taking or taking probiotics when you're taking antibiotics. So it builds back your good gut bacteria and it keeps it in balance when the bad bacteria start coming up. Like it's okay to have bad bacteria in there, but they like it just needs to be in balance. And when antibiotics wipe it all out and you're not taking probiotics to replace it, everything gets all fucked in there. Yeah. So I had back to back things that required antibiotics. I had UTI and tonsillitis back to back and definitely did not take probiotics. And that was the fucking bullet that yeah. got me. Yeah. And it happened, it lasted for like five years before I f- could figure it out. Yeah. You'd always say that you were bloated, bloated, bloated. And then you, but I was doing all the out. things that they I tell know. you to do. But then people that we know, people who are smart at this and this stuff, they're like, you just well, need a caloric obviously, deficit. You know that you actually eat more calories than you think and because you're, you're like, I'm like, dude, I keep I a food know. journal. Yeah, I'm like kept, so, I am a computer when it comes to like getting something done. I know. And like, it, yeah, it just drove me nuts. It to, drove me nuts to hear because I'm like, you don't understand Nikki. You don't understand Nikki. <laughs> I think that you're judging her, but you don't understand her. I, get, I don't, I get obsessed yes. with fixing a problem, especially yes. when I haven't found an answer yet. Yes. I get very frustrated, I cry a lot, and I get obsessed with That's it. That's right. Um, damn right. You're damn right, you're damn, I do. You're goddamn right she does. And stress also affects gut health too. I think I said that already, but. If you were to write a book, the title, I Cry A Lot. Yeah. I think it'd be a great book. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A woman's empowerment novel. <laughs> Crying is not weakness. I agree with you. But that would be but the first perceived chapter. Perceived weakness. It's the first chapter. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, we're going to go on break. Okay. And when we come back, we are going to hit a lot more shit that they do not tell you that they should have freaking told you. We're going on a break? We're on a break. Are you okay with that? No. Why? I don't want to go on a break. I like us. Well, when we come back, we'll be even better than we were before. You really think so? I've never heard anyone survive a break. We will have learned on the break. Oh, my God. I hope so. <laughs> We've planned a lot of best feeds. Hey, I hope there's a lot of good good things like that going on at least. Yeah. All right. We'll be on right the back. Break. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, are you listening to Shit They Don't Tell You? Because if not, how are you listening to this ad about Shit They Don't Tell You? because they can't turn it off. They don't know how to they turn, don't know it how to turn it off. Well, that's pretty convenient for They're us. Throwing their phone on the ground right now. Once you can to figure it, it out, could you please rate us and subscribe and like um, tell us that we're beautiful? Listen, we, we want it. We need the validation. We, but mostly we need the ratings because I mean that's basically how the world is. is that's run, how my we continue to make more and more and more of this content, this glorious content that you love so much. If you like the show, support the show. And if you don't like the show, support the show. And it's for free. The the stars are for free. Yeah, you give them you give them away for free. It's not like if you give five stars, you pay more money. They should have charged for every single star. I would have made so much money. <laughs> <laughs> they just made a killing. Okay, we're back from our break. Are you good? Did you have a good break? I'm, I'm fine. I'm just so thankful we're back together. You. You said you had a great break, and I I said that I had my, a kick ass break, and mine was like holy sh. If you know nothing the, really happened. Like, if you know all the stuff I did on my break, first of all, I solved Sidurtle no problem. Excuse me, Sidurtle. What did you call me? It's is that a racial it's thing? It's Wordle. Is it a religious thing? It's not. Don't call me that again. It's Wordle, but it's sixteen Wordles at one time, and I fucking nailed it. 16 words at one time. 16 words at one time. Did you cheat? Did you Google it? No. No, I just started with really like three sick elimination words that got rid of a lot of letters. And then I was just like, bam, 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 all the way through 16. Just every guess was right. Oh, yeah? And it only took you 90 days? You only get one per 24 hours. By the way, it's been 90 days since we took that break. Obvious. And we put the same clothes on. I solved 90 (laughs) sedurtles. All right. Anyway, uh, our next topic is relationships and love. The thing that I think everybody talks likes to talk about the most here. They I don't do. know why. Look, so boring. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can we move <laughs> on? <laughs> Number one, break up. Yeah, hundred percent break up. If I could tell you, you're in a marriage of thirty years. Break up. You break the fuck up. You just got married yesterday. Guess what? Are break you up. scared? What, are you scared or something? It's time to live your life. Stop having constraints. (laughs) 
Oh, they supportive. Oh, oh, they have all your wants and needs. Take a curve. Uh, yeah, uh, that's nice. It's a meme. Break up. It's a meme. We've heard it all before. Now, what's your biggest love relationship advice? Um, find somebody who loves you as much as you love them. Number one. Yeah. And you can like, there's no question. Like that's the biggest thing. Um, oh, similar life values. Core, yeah, core like life. Core life values yeah, where it's like it's really important. We both believe in the same. You can disagree things. on topics as long as like the core, the core reason yeah. of why you think something is like yeah. the same. Like you have the same end goal, but you have different ways you think you would go about it. Exactly. Maybe is like that. Um, same love language, similar love languages, or at least a love language that could support the other person's mm-hmm. love language. Mm-hmm. That's super important. I think it's just underrated. Like I know people talk about love languages a lot, but do they actually follow it when they're in a relationship where they're like, oh, but I love him, but he just doesn't work. And and how good are your, your communication skills with one another, right? It's, yeah. It's one thing to feel like your communication skills are great, but if your communication skills don't uh, aren't legible by your partner, then are they that good? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's the point of having, like, of feeling like your communication skills are on point? Yeah. If they don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. If you're talking two different languages. Yeah. So, like, you got to be able to talk to each other, not just about yourself, yeah. fuckhead. Figure out your own code language exactly. that you can get to the bottom of things quicker in arguments. I think that's the number one thing that's helped us the most. Because oh, yeah. arguments are going to happen. Like, they're not. Has to no happen. relationships, like, super smooth the entire way. Plus, that's boring anyway. Um, Dude, you get mad at your cats, bro. Come on. Yeah. Things are going to happen. Things are going to come up. People are flawed. People have different views and, and moods and and hormones at different times. Yep. So having a language where you can, one, have the self-awareness to pinpoint why you're reacting a certain way. And then two, trusting your partner that you both want to solve this together. Yes. That you're both on the same team. You're having a dispute about something. There's something unresolved. There's some miscommunication going on, but you both want to resolve it together. Absolutely. And no matter how much Nikki might be moshing and slapping the floor, which by the way, she can slap a floor pretty good, I think. I punch clothes too. You punch clothes, yeah, you punch pillows, don't leave that out. floors. They have it coming. That's what I'm saying. But 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 while that's going on, I'm not sitting there like, oh my God, like what the fuck? This is so violent or anything. <laughs> like trying to make it like an yeah, excuse point, that I have yeah. to like get have an edge on you in the argument. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to hear what your point yeah, is. Yeah, I feel like people develop weapons they too. They do, and it's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. That's gonna destroy your relationship worse than anything. Exactly. It's gonna cause resentment. Dude, resentment, Will and Jada, but... you wanna you wanna know my diagnosis of that relationship? Yeah. When I see videos of that shit, I'm like, they're just looking for weapons on each other all yeah. day long, dude. Like and, and it's very common. It's very common. Because yeah. if you don't nip resentment in the bud mm-hmm. when it happens, then it's gonna build, build, it just build. builds, builds, builds. And yeah. it's really hard to take out. Yeah. It's really hard to, like, if you crumple a piece of paper, even after you straighten it out, all those wrinkles are still there. It's really hard to get it back to being a piece of paper again. But if you just made yeah. one little fold and you're like, oh, wait, 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 we don't wanna do that. Yeah, we have zero resentment towards each other, no, which, is, no which is amazing. So, but, but it's work. It's work because you have to break through what your argument was about and when emotions are heightened that's right yeah and not like do the easy thing which is like we're over like and then pay attention to me which is all that move is that move is like pay attention to me you're not listening to me it's we're over maybe you're gonna run to me and like that's what i need i don't need you to try to figure out how to solve this with me i need you to run to me and count out of me and be my carpet yeah or vice versa right so the other person does it to you but we don't do that we're mature even though nikki might be moshing and slapping the floor Mm mm-hmm I am listening to her because she, that's how she's processing through this. She has to like physically 
get through it in a mm-hmm. productive way that she found for herself, which by the way, <laughs> it is actually, I never feel like, oh my God, she's about to kill me. <laughs> it's very like, she has to like do this process, like almost like, um, when a baby's born, they cry. It's like, that's yeah, just how it's it a, is. It's an outlet. It's, that's, right. it's a harmless outlet mm-hmm. because it's not, I'm not hitting you. No. I'm like, never, I'm like, I never thought you ever would. No. Never. And never. if, if that's someone's outlet, that's very, not, that's yeah, bad. Get no. out. Horrible. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I do feel overwhelmed by mm-hmm. your emotions, emotions yes. and I, and I can't speak clearly yes. if they're there. And so I need to get it out physically, whether if it's not moshing, then I have to go for a run around the block or yeah. something like I have <laughs> yeah. to go, like I have to physically get it out of my body. Yeah. And so it sucks because like, yeah, in previous relationships is like, they do use that as a weapon. It's like, you're so crazy right now. You're irrational Which or whatever. And then it makes bullshit. me even crazy like she's I, actually going through the process of her emotions and if you can be man enough or woman enough to fucking look at that and just see it for what it is and not do this shit where you make it about you and you try to use that as leverage that's where you fuck up using things as leverage against your partner instead of trying to understand where it's all coming from and so like now it's just weapons land and also and, just not recognizing that like maybe you have a tendency like that too like, like right. maybe that's somewhere in you too and you're like maybe judging someone for it damn right um but otherwise, you live in John Wick assassin land where everyone's got fucking weapons and everyone's about to kill you. Yeah. And that's how a lot of relationships are that we see all yeah. the time. By the way, like guys, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Marriages, I have noticed, are about as deep as a kiddie pool sometimes. So, like, you could you could ask the wrong question and all of a sudden the whole fucking thing comes apart in front of your eyes. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Fuck. <laughs> right. It's like that. Right? right. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. No, you said this. What did you mean? Yeah. What did you mean? Yeah. And no, you didn't mean it that way. You said it like that. And it's like, all oh, the rooms are comfortable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then everyone in the room is just like, yo, this marriage is awesome. Wow. Uh, hey, can you guys write a book about how to and get... especially when they bring you to like, you heard what he said, right? He said this, right? Like, I'm not crazy, right? He said that. First of all, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> but I guess you enlisted me in your war. Yeah. So yeah, it's just It's nuts. really just warfare. It's warfare. And yeah. they're just looking for allies and ammunition. And that's the worst thing. You don't want... That's your partner. You're not trying to fucking find ordinance to use against your partner. You're trying to fucking help them have their back. Yeah. You know, um, and and by the way, this is not something I already knew. It's something that I've learned through being with Nikki. Like, I definitely went into some situations not having Nikki's back. But because we communicated with each other about it, I understood what I did in the moment. And then I realized, oh, my God, that's what I what I want to do yeah. is have her back. Now I have better um, um, practices to to have her back yeah that i didn't really know before i wasn't having her back with and vice versa this just happened yesterday i misunderstood something that steve did and it was more of a silly thing it was light but (laughs) (laughs) but i totally realized what i like what i did after like two minutes after and i went downstairs and i just apologized (laughs) and i was like i'm so sorry i completely misread that situation well the best thing about it is that the whole time because I already knew that you misread it, and I was laughing about it already. Yeah. Because it's not very serious. No, that's this one wasn't serious, but no. it's good to have like a practice one like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that like when an actual one happens, it's like, oh wait, yeah. my guard's up. I know what he's doing, and I can have his back. Yeah, but yeah. this was just about. It's just it's just a communication thing that was really funny, and then the whole time that we're talking about it, we're laughing. Yeah. So it's very productive and good. Um, and not a big deal. No, no. The stakes were very low. The stakes were very low. Very low. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was very entertaining. Yeah, he was trying to save me from a conversation that he thought I was trapped in. And we have a little code language, but 
it, because Nikki has a lot of social anxiety. It, yeah. And so I was trying to help um, take her alleviate, out of that. Yeah, yeah. Alleviate the anxiety. Take her out of that. Because she has told me many times, hey, if this is going down, please, you got to save me. Save yeah, me, save yeah, me. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I can't tell if I have to save her, but I'm just going to give her the option. And then she can choose to and be saved usually, or not. usually if it would be correct it but in this Instead, particular day nikki pantsed me i was feeling she's, very chatty she yes yeah, so she was happy about it and then she's like why would you ask me that that's literally one of the stupidest things ever you already know the answer to that basically yeah and i'm like wow awesome so not only like did she deny me but then she also laid in the like and by the way that was also a really stupid thing to yeah, ask yeah i was like why the hell <laughs> is he like, asking me that like he knows that the, what the fuck and i'm like okay yeah i was actually like annoyed because i was like yeah, why are you are. come and interrupt my conversation right now when like that's a stupid ass question that he already knows the answer to and <laughs> he was trying to save me I, just in case give and you I, the option yeah and i put it together like right after yeah. he i i was like what no that's not right uh, go away <laughs> i walked all the way back into my office laughing just so you know <laughs> laughing the whole time and just going man my life is a fucking comedy sometimes yeah because that was such a swift and cruel <laughs> denial. Because it wasn't, well, it, you're making it, you're kind of, you're emphasizing it like I meant it to be cruel. It wasn't. I know that. But, but no, but funny. they don't know that. Oh, like okay. I wasn't. No, no, no. I wasn't no. mean no, 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 in this no, no, situation. No, like, I wasn't mean. No. I wasn't like trying to pants him like, like, hey, idiot. No, like in no. front of, like, I'm she just cool like, for a friend. That is a stupid thing no, to ask. No, it was like <laughs> one of these things where, okay, if I'm in the middle of a conversation, someone's asking me something and I'm like, that's inaccurate. Like, why would you? Like that's I have to correct this I have to correct this accuracy now and then like get it out as fast as possible and like I was I was just trying to like wait no that's wrong that's tomorrow and then he's like but don't you mean it's today I'm like no it's what why would you think it's today no no it's tomorrow <laughs> and he's like okay ah uh, I'm dumb and then he leaves and yeah. I'm like he's not that dumb <laughs> thank you very much and then i go thank you very much oh shit he was trying to save me just in case i didn't even think necessarily you did yeah i just timed it on my head yeah because i heard the conversation going on and i just wanted to have your back but it wasn't me trying to be mean i or, know that yeah. i don't I want think them you to know that oh, like, yeah, yeah, like okay. some partners are that like they're trying to look cool in front of their friends like no you, you weren't doing husbands that. Uh, no you didn't do that. they suck so no. much it was just funny it was it you was know? a I'm saying it was a, a cruel yeah. uh, turn of events. Yeah, the way that um, it all it all uh, unraveled, uh, unra unraveled. But it was great. But uh, that brings me to my next one, which is I guess it would be categorized as chemistry, but um, in a relationship, but not not ever being bored, like having a partner that that stimulates you, not oh, yes. just sexually, um, but that too. But yes. you know, mentally. I need that. I mean, maybe that's Me not too. important to everyone. I I, people like you list out like your top needs in a relationship. And for me, like has to be funny, but mostly because I think the humor is stimulating. Yes. And so, and also I think that if you're really funny, it's a sign of intelligence. So you can have more deep stimulating conversations with someone that's really funny because they kind of are smart. when. They're and that reminds me of what we were talking about. Like, I think they're like three days ago. Yeah. I was like, do you think it's funnier when you hear like a tight asshole farting or when you hear like a really loose asshole farting? And then you were like, I think it's funnier when a tight asshole farts. And I was like, I disagree with you, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. And we, These you know, are the nuances. We, just, we just fucking love each other. We just are so stimulated by each other so, is yeah. the thing. And then I started making fart sounds with my armpit. 
And it was so Nikki, so fucking, stimulating. By the way, Nikki loves me. I was like, gosh, I wish I could I wish I could stay here and have this conversation the whole day, but I have to go feed my cats again. And I was like, Yes, you do. They're very hungry cats. Even though I had just seen her feed the cats, but I had her back. Yeah, and so then I went to go get cat food upstairs and I never came back. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, anyway, moving on. Um, so the next topic, category is friendship. What's your advice on friendship, huh? The I mean, you know, it's so corny. It's so corny. I mean, it's corny, but I feel like... You'd, I know. Marry younger, your best friend. Younger I really do you think would want to know. I really do think that. Oh, I was I was just talking about friendship circles. Oh. Like in general, friendships. Okay. Um. Yeah, so it look... That's a tougher nut to crack. It's really just about finding people who I think have the same values of you as you, yeah. like almost like in the same way in a, as a relationship, but you all kind of see the world the same way, see life the same way, and you can commiserate about those things, your commonalities and those yeah. things. So uh, I've always naturally liked a smaller friendship circle. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always been, said, like I always yeah. like to trust, like I have like a... a like a, a core group. Yes. And it's like, I don't listen to anybody outside of my core group. Yeah. So I've only gotten sad when like, I didn't have even like the three or four friends or whatever, you know, like I, I've always, I like to keep the circle small though. I don't really open up easily. And I think that the ones that hurt me the most, something that I've learned the most is that one, there's a lot of people that don't feel that deeply No. back. Like I, when I, choose a person to be invested in whether it's relationships or friendships is like they're it was you i'm very hard. selective you go ham, yeah. and so i'm gonna go ham like yeah. i will bend over backwards for you anything you need from i will drop yeah, anything true, to go true. do whatever Fact. you need she's a great friend now. and so i'm not i don't need like a lot back but when i find out that like it wasn't that deep for them it's really hurt it, it hurts so much yeah. like it's so painful so I yeah I've been really just trying to learn how to how to really like choose people that are the same like same with relationships where you're talking about find someone that likes you the same back like to kind of like feel that out first before getting so attached which to is somebody. just good for your self defense yeah, yeah yeah and I'm not saying like because you be super closed off but like no but you've definitely I think over maybe exerted yourself friendship wise where it wasn't yeah. reciprocated already like not set boundaries with yeah, people yeah, yeah. because I was like well I'll do anything for exactly, you exactly yeah yeah and then um the other thing is that I realized is that uh a lot of people I've talked to have said when they're they were younger like teens to 20 through 20s they just had a lot of friends with no like deep connections, which right. makes sense because those are the people I was getting hurt by. It's a numbers game. But there's a lot of people that are like that, and then they said as they got older, they realized how important like keeping the circle small was and like having close friendships. Because I always wondered if it was maybe an introvert extrovert thing. Mm-hmm. Like if you're an extrovert, maybe you like having like lots and lots of friends. But I I think it might be just a kind of a maturity or age thing even that like. Well, how much time do you have? Right. To water those plants, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's really hard. Like you could fill your house with plants, but. How many can you really can you take keep care alive? Of? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Because everything needs nurturing. Like every relationship that needs, needs nurturing. Yeah, yeah. And so. if a friendship gets too overgrown, you got to prune it a little bit. <laughs> you know? True. Just like a plant, just trying to really make that plant thing work. 
mm-hmm. the metaphor really It's like works. a friend gets spider mites, got to cut it off. That's it. Or they get uh, little bugs. I'll spray them first. You got to spray them, towel them off. Yeah. See? You gotta make, hey, you got to make sure that your friend is not in too much sunlight. I think we all know we've all experienced that. Yeah, and not and not and not enough sunlight. See, we we all know those friends. Some friends are really picky. See, hey, I got a wife personally who sometimes is like, I need to go lay in the closet because it's dark. It's just it's yeah, it's too bright outside. See, I wouldn't put her too much in the sun. I have sensory overload. I know you do, especially like when emotions are high. Everything seems louder and brighter. This is why I shop for us. Yeah, I don't like grocery stores. No. They're very overwhelming with the amount of items they have in there. <laughs> and noise. It's a lot of items. Ambient noise. Yeah, it, and honestly, temperature. I get really cold in grocery stores Great. and it makes me upset. But like I pointed out, I, we were just talking about this. Mm-hmm. She can handle casinos because... Yeah, because I'm at the poker table and it's quiet there usually. like I mean, there's background casino noise, but yeah. the table's pretty quiet and everyone's... You're all like, dialed in, right? Yeah, focused. Yeah. And you're and when you do talk to people in during the hands, like when you're not in the hand, like it's usually just it's like being at a small gathering, like a small party, like where it's not a lot of people talking all at once. Yeah. And not a lot of things are happening. I like that. It's my I'm perfect you found scenario. That. Yeah. I love it. All right. Last uh category okay. is education and learning. Don't believe in it. Okay, uh, we have opposite opinions here. Uh, huh. My bad, I thought we had the core value in common. Cool. But um, I think, uh, personally, I've, I think you should commit yourself to lifelong education. And I don't mean go to school forever, but I mean find, like, constantly be learning. Constantly be a student of something. Maybe you take workshops or classes, maybe that's how you learn best. Maybe you watch videos, tutorials. Maybe you like reading books. Everyone has a different way that they prefer to learn. But if you're constantly learning something, and I think even just the humbleness of being a student and being 100%. a beginner and no and learning new things keeps things stimulating. Like it keeps it keeps things. You have something that turns you on, that you're working on, that you're improving on, that you're getting better at, that you're like kind of like maybe struggling with, and then you get through it. And like I think those things really help keep you going in life, keep your your soul thriving. You know, so many people I know, adults, like got into some rut where they're just, they go to work every day, they come home, they kick off their shoes, they watch their TV, they go to bed, they wake up, they do the same thing over and over again and they they don't have anything that they're learning. They don't have anything that they're working on. They don't have anything that's stimulating in their life. And they say like, oh, if I I had the time, I would do this. Or like, oh, maybe on the weekend I'll work on this project. That's they all don't. cool, but you're but what are you like working on constant like consistently like where you're like learning it where it's like turning on where you can't wait to get off work yeah. to go learn it and what like, are you daydreaming about at work like like for yeah, example like, like what, those things start somewhere right mm-hmm. I read a statistic that thirty three percent of high school graduates never read another book the rest of their lives and forty two percent of college graduates never read a book after college. Damn. Well, that just you know I think unfortunately there's some trauma there. Too. Yeah, because you're forced to you're read. You're forced book. to read so much. Yeah. And then you get away from it. And you're like, this is like fucking a permanent vacation. And then they're, they're not getting the right lesson out of that. Yeah. So the, the, I think the pressure's a little too high in those <laughs> situations. They, but then to, that's so sad. It's sad. It's because sad. They didn't books, find the love in it. So we're in an information era where you can literally 
learn anything you want. You can. At your fingertips. And if you, you which can't. It's incredible. And you don't have to just learn it the traditional way, which was all for people who can read something and learn it. There's visual learning now, too. Yeah. For all the people who couldn't necessarily just read something and learn it, they could now visually learn it. Mm-hmm. I myself am much more of a visual learner. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fact that all that's available, like, for every category yeah. is wild. Just I a have wild to difference. see it while I'm hearing it. Like, yeah, while I'm hearing great. someone explain it, I Me have too. to see it, like, while Me they're too. saying it. Me too. Yeah. Helps like so the, much. The best. Because otherwise, I have to reread it a bunch just to, okay, I think I get it now. Okay, now I think I really get it now. Yeah. But yeah, the 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 other way is just, okay, I got it already. Mm-hmm. It's great. I can move on. Right. And then you practice it, and then you're like, oh, this part's hard. And then you go rewatch it yep. or whatever, yep. or reread it if it's books. Um, But even books on, like, you know, books on psychology, books on investing, books on cash, books on relationships, books on getting to know yourself better. Like all of these things that that make you a, a better person, like that continue your personal growth, I think are so not talked about. It's it's really shit they don't tell you in school. They don't mm-hmm. tell you like, hey, read these kinds of books. You might like them or even give you like the option of reading like where it's like, no, I gotta read Huck hey, Finnegan, dude. Like, All right. God, exactly. Damn. Like you don't only have to read novels. I pretty much only read nonfiction. I'm not saying that's Me better, too. but it's just, I never got I into actually novels. I'll tell you right now. Reading nonfiction. Never got into it. Yeah. I, I had to read them because of all the different um, uh, scholastic reasons. But mm-hmm. when I was in those books, I was uh, always thinking about other things. Yeah. I think I wouldn't have, re- I would have been the category of never reading a book again if I wasn't introduced to nonfiction books. Me too. But then I've read so many fucking nonfiction books. It's actually yeah. mind blowing. I love biographies. Me too. I, those are some of my favorites. Dude, I read one about Abe Lincoln's like 600 pager and it was like unfucking believable. Yeah. But yeah, I love all that shit. See, this is why we get along too. Cause like if he reads a biography and then he tells me all this stuff about him, like it's just, it's interesting listening to someone that's been interested in something. Yes. And like, how is your partner interested in something if they're not doing anything? If if you both aren't aren't reading books, you're not doing anything new. You're not discovering anything together. It's a stagnation. Like, you don't want to be stagnant yeah. for too long. You want to be moving together. Yeah, I also think that there's more brain deterioration if you're not constantly stimulating it. I completely agree. Like you, you don't you lose it if you don't use it. I tell Nikki all the time, when it's time, I will take a nine day vacation with her from all crypto. I won't even look at crypto. For nine days. Unbelievable. But then after that. But during those nine days, I'm, I'm not on my poker break. I'm just playing poker just every playing day. Poker all the time. I'm just <laughs> sitting there by the pool with my hands up <laughs> behind my head. But no, but it really is something that I really love, obviously. But then also something that um if you miss a day to me, you really can't get behind. You yeah. really can. It sounds corny, but the the space is evolving and moving so fast and there's so much going on. Yeah. But yeah, I have to stay up on it, and I, I and I love staying up on it. It's not hard for yeah, me. Yeah, it's your passion. Yeah. Um, there is a direct statistical correlation between the average salary and the number of books someone reads. Did you know that? Doesn't surprise me, but that that's cool to hear. It's interesting, right? Yeah. I was reading up. I was reading book facts <laughs> before this episode because I knew about that. I wanted to know the exact statistic because I had heard like like a lot of. Like the almost the majority of people don't read another book after college, but I didn't know the exact. It's not the majority actually. I read like more uh, after school hard. because I got away from the fiction shit that I didn't like as much. Exactly, that's what like I'm saying. Like the great American novel wasn't for that's me. A, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I wasn't like after a while, I was not into fiction stories. I'm not saying they're bad. I, no, I just read a lot of scripts 
yeah. also I was reading that, a lot of movie scripts and so like that filled the fiction quota for me and I needed the nonfiction because those books usually like get me thinking they get me stimulated they get me thinking about different perspectives I, di- I didn't think of before like different ways to approach a problem and that's exactly of- it for me too it's like I like to know what real people did. Yeah. Like, what? how did a real person solve this? Not some fucking character in a book. Right. Not because I got no hate for that, but I also know what goes into that. I, I've written a bunch of shit, too. You just kind of pull shit out of your ass. It and, might be why you listen to this podcast versus, like, um, someone reading a romance novel. Yeah, for sure. Like, we have the same. We're both in relationships, but this is, like, a real people one. Yeah, and look, I love, like fiction movies and stuff yeah, it's like great i watched die hard i watched a guy tie a fire hose around his fucking waist and jump off a building but you know what probably wouldn't work out in the non-fiction it's a vacation for your brain exactly but yeah uh, a couple other random tidbits that i feel like we bring up in different episodes that have been helpful is that like your habits your daily habits create your identity like what you do on a daily basis is who you really are. Mm-hmm. Like not your race, your skin color, your religion, your sexual orientation, but what you do on a daily basis actually creates your character and who you really, who you actually are. Like if you were really to stare yourself in a mirror, it's based on your daily habits compounding over time. That's that's your identity as a person. Buying NFTs, that's who I am. That's there who it is. I mean, look at your hat. There it fucking Don't is. look at his pants though, because none of this matches. Wait, you know what, you You're lucky it? that one of my core values wasn't a guy that dresses nice. Hey, you'll see soon. <laughs> I'm rebranding. I'm going through a rebrand right now. You'll see. I've seen you say that before. Oh yeah, but I'm ready. I even organized his closet so he can see all of his clothes. What does he wear? The same fucking outfit. Look, I got over a G-Shock watch coming. Oh shit. On Tuesday. Oh my then bad. Fucking worry about oh, after shit. that. We're gonna try to match that. All right. Anyway, a good habit book is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, also, moderation and balance. Anything in excess is unhealthy. Um, nothing in life is guaranteed. You only get one that you remember in this in this realm. And uh, Paul McCartney was replaced after 1966. Thank you. Good Thank you very much Thank and good night. Thank you very much, much and good night. night. And also, probably Lennon was replaced too. He's the one who looks different. Probably. And Lennon. He looks the most and different. the Lennon that was replaced is still alive. He's not dead. He's not dead. So stop so thinking stop he's dead. Thinking everything someone tells right. you is the truth. That's right. Thank you very For much. For a second. For one second. In your life. In your life. Did you ever question that maybe these things could be questioned? By the way, are both Paul McCartney still alive? Yes, they are. Both of them are. Both of them are. Yep. And they're dead. They both just died. They are dead and they are here. That's right. So. Very good. They songwrite together, I heard. Yeah, it should be McCartney-McCartney. That would be great. (laughs) Where does Lennon come from? Yeah, I don't get it. I never got that. Never got it. He was always my favorite Beatle, McCartney was. I know, you said that a lot. Yeah. What about Billy Shears? I don't know. I, I remember. I think Billy Shears song, is your favorite. Who, uh, what is, who is Ringo the song? saying it? Ringo saying it. Ringo's nobody's favorite, though. Aw. We should move on. Poor Ringo. Have you seen Help? You haven't yet. I haven't. I do want to watch it, though, because you've talked about it so Ringo's much. like the star of every all of their movies. That's so weird. It's so funny. It's so weird. Because they always, and I think they do it on purpose comedically. They make him the star, and he's always like, he's always like sad about something. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did notice that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Anyway, all right. so I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, go listen to all of our old episodes because we're probably really cool in them. And we well, no, you now I don't have to because we just stuff. competed with ourselves, and well, now we have they, a summation they, episode. Maybe they heard something. They were like, "Ooh, that's juicy! I want more of that." <laughs> I hope that somebody out there is going through that. Okay, thanks everybody. <laughs> <You're> like, ooh. <laughs>
Yeah, use the search tool function, the magnifying glass thing. YouTube, um, patreon.com slash sticky. If you want to come to the Patreon, helps out a lot. And yeah, um, I do Crypto Corner there every Tuesday night around, I mean, usually every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I do like three, four hours of live crypto, how I do shit. And if you like this podcast, rate it on iTunes and tell your friends. Share it with your friends. Deuces out. Love y'all. Deuces in. Love you. Deuces sideways. Love. Peace. Love. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.